Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Welcome into the Pro Football Playbook. I'm your host, Bill Alvstead, sitting down with Keith Myers, my co-host. Keith, how you doing? Doing good. Let's talk some football. We are, um, you know, working our way, getting closer and closer to the playoffs. Still got a ways to go, but the playoff picture is starting to get interesting. It's kind of less interesting in the NFC, uh, unless you're you want to talk about the um, battle for the last spot. Whereas in the <laughs> AFC, like pretty much every division is like up for grabs still. And almost yeah. every team in the entire conference is within striking distance of a playoff spot. So it's been a really fun year over in the AFC. So I thought what we do is we just kind of just go through the top two teams in each division and segue into kind of what the playoff picture looks like uh, yeah. right now. As this podcast evolves over time, we do two shows a week. One's going to focus on NFL teams. The other one's going to focus on NFL draft. As we kind of get towards the end of the season and postseason, we will focus this portion of the show into team needs uh, as they relate to uh, prospects, player profiles come into play, who's a good fit on which teams, all that kind of stuff. For now, though, we're going to focus on playoff, playoff push, who's in, who's out, all that kind of stuff. So let's start with the AFC and um, I just wanted to start with the with the currently the best team in the AFC by record. And I just want to get your thoughts a little bit because they do seem kind of flawed, even with the best record. And that's the Baltimore Ravens sitting at eight and three, mm-hmm. um, currently the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, it's it, it is interesting that they are um, the number one seed because they are a flawed team. I mean, they their offense can go long stretches without doing really anything well. Um, and then they can, you know, it's Lamar Jackson. So all of a sudden he'll, you know, break a couple tackles and do something that you we feel like we've never seen before. And they'll score a touchdown on the play when you're like, well, okay, that should have been an eight yard yeah, sack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when your quarterback throws four intercepts interceptions in on oh, Sunday man, night was, football and you still awful. win, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a good season for you. Like, yeah, I mean, the ball's that, bouncing that, your way, and that yeah. game was terrible. But the defense was <laughs> their defense was great. Um, Jackson had one of the worst games of his career. Um, I mean, they're one of those yeah. was like one of those deflections where you know, guy gets his hand on a ball and it tips up in the air, and you're like, okay, you know, whatever, it's not that. And then there were ones that were just he just threw it right to the defender. You know, the, the situation really is, you know, when you get to the playoffs, can the, can the Ravens hold off the Patriots? or the Titans, or the Chiefs, or the Bills, you know, are those the, teams better teams? And yeah. the fact that we're even talking about the Patriots in that list is, is shocking it's, to me. It's surprising. They started the year looking yeah. really not like They're a They're currently the number two seed in mm-hmm. the AFC overall, which is crazy at 8 well, and 4. I thought we were going to do the... We, the, we are going to do the the, the, the... the two... To, yeah, we are going to do the two, but I couldn't help but mention You're just jumping straight into playoffs. Uh, okay, I'm trying <laughs> not to. I'm really trying, I swear. All right, so let's stick with the, the AFC North. 
How about that, Keith? Yeah. So the second um, best team is is the um, is the Bengals, and yes, yes. I think coming into the year, you know, the Bengals had a chance to be surprising and, and whatever. But I don't think anyone expected the Browns to be so, I don't know, uninteresting. Yeah. Um, and everyone expected a lot more from them, but they've had a lot of internal strife. They had to jettison their best receiver. Um, you know, they're they're dealing with some injuries, and it allowed the Bengals to ascend. And they're playing, you know, pretty good defense. They're, um, yeah. I mean, they've defeated the Raiders and the Steelers by a combined fifty-seven points. Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing really well. Their point differential is a lot better in a yeah. lot better shape than the Ravens. Yeah, um, the, but they're the, the they're the, the Bengals have the given up seed. They've given the up AFC, fewer. They've given up fewer points than the Ravens, and the Ravens have a really good defense. It's winning them games when their quarterback throws four interceptions. Yeah. Um, but and the Bengals have been better. Uh, they're only one game back. They still have a game against the Ravens. They have a chance to overtake them. Well, I, if, they, if the Ravens would have lost against the 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 Browns, the Bengals mm-hmm. would have been sitting at the top at this point. So, yep. and the Browns would have been really close. At, in that three seed. So, yeah. So, okay. So there's the AFC North Ravens and Bengals. Um, mm-hmm. Look like both playoff teams to me at this point. At this um, point. At this we're point, talk I would about, say both of them. We're going to talk about eight teams. There's only seven spots. Yes, so, we well, actually, um, we're going to, we're going to talk about 10 teams. Okay. In the AFC because, well, you are, you are true. You're, you're correct. There's no way to get it, get out of the AFC West without talking about all four because, well, let's talk about the AFC West because there's the first place team, which is the Chiefs, who started out, they struggling like crazy, could not play defense. They've kind of got their act together. They've quietly kind of gone on this run where they've won four straight and now yeah. they're seven and four. They're in first place. And they're re- returning from a bye week. Yep, and we'll see if they can keep that going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got the the offense has kind of found itself. Uh, the defense has kind of found itself, and I'm sorry, everyone else, you had your chance. The the Chiefs well, were the down. Chiefs, the Chiefs are yeah, but it's not completely over. So the Chiefs sit at seven and four. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other teams in the AFC West are six and five, but four of the Chiefs' final six games comes inside the AFC West. True. And that's what I'm saying is you had your chance. The Chiefs were down. They were one in three. You could have, I mean, somebody, if you run away with the division at that point, you've got your, the the best team in the division, the, the team that's been to the Super Bowl the last um, couple of years, sitting there and at, at one and three, and you, nobody took advantage. And the Chiefs found themselves. They figured out what was going on now they're back. It's set. They're seven and four. They're Their defense is starting to play better, which is good news because I think they they have one of the better offenses. We we do know that. In fact, they mm-hmm. have the best offense in the AFC West. But who who is the second best team out of all the six and five teams currently? Technically, the Chargers are sitting second in the division, mm-hmm. but the Broncos seem to have the best defense. Are the Broncos equipped at all? Like, can we? Is there some way we could find out if the Broncos? are close to the Chiefs. Oh, maybe like Monday night or Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs so the, the, on Broncos, the Broncos. The Broncos have um, a nice roster outside of the quarterback position. And I like Teddy Bridgewater. I'm one of the the bigger, you know, supporters of Teddy Bridgewater that you're going to find. But I also recognize that he isn't going to carry a team the way that Patrick Mahomes or Carr or or Hubert does. He's 
the worst quarterback in the division. Um, they have the best defense in the division, so you can get away with that. But do when it really matters at the end of the season or if you get into the playoffs, um, how comfortable are you winning with Teddy Bridgewater versus mm-hmm. one of the other guys that's, a, that's truly a star quarterback? You know, with a great defense, and their defense has been really good. You know, compared, they've allowed 100 less points than the Chargers at this point in the in the season. Um, can they carry the team? I don't Chargers know if and, it's that. And Raiders. Yeah, right. I don't know if it's at that level where they can carry the team. Bridgewater's definitely going to have to make some plays. He has made some plays, but he's, he's definitely a guy that's going to get you into position, but I don't know if he's the guy that's going to, win you games is he going to carry you that's the thing and um that's that's the part where if i'm looking at all of this i like like, which team is going to rise up you like the chargers i like i I like the chargers i do i mean they they might have the worst defense of the group because they can't stop anyone in the run but they've got a good offense and they've got this in my opinion the second best quarterback so um I would think that, you know, looking at all of it, I would, I would, if I was a betting man and I'm not, so don't, don't bet on um, anything that I say, Um, but I would take the Chargers to finish second and make the playoffs. And I would expect the Broncos to finish third and maybe also make the playoffs. The Raiders have. Why are you discounting the Raiders? Because their defense is the worst in the, in the division. Their offense is the third third best so they've got the number four defense and the number three offense even though they've got the same record they're just not as good of a football team they lost their head coach they started to to kind of there's there's just been a lot of mess they do have a winnable game though coming up against washington at home um they could end up being seven and five they could and and the broncos could fall chiefs could start to pull apart a little bit Um, they the raiders need that game this this if the chiefs happen to lose sunday night to the this, Broncos, this, that would be this division is wide open. Yeah, I still think. I mean, anyone betting against the Chiefs um, at this point, given how bad they were at the beginning of the year and the fact that they've finally yep. found their footing and gotten things going, and you know they're the more they're the most talented team, and it's a home with the game. best quarterback. The Chiefs Chiefs Stadium there yep. is anyone, is just crazy. Yeah, if you're betting against the Chiefs in uh, as far as winning that division, I think you're throwing your money away. So um, Kansas City. Like they're the team, and then I, like I said, I think the Chargers come out of it. I wouldn't discount Denver. I think Denver's got a chance to make the playoffs. I don't think they do anything once they get them because they don't have the quarterback play. But my predictions show at the at the beginning of the year had the Denver Broncos being right on the bubble, like a playoff team. But mm-hmm. I really didn't know what was going on with Drew Locke and Bridgewater at the time, and they're still kind of that team. They're still yeah. right there, you know. They could go either yep. way. So let's talk about one of the divisions I think that is the most surprising for me in that right now the Patriots are above the Bills by one game in the How AFC East. Possible? The The Patriots are this team. They've got a rookie quarterback. They didn't even the, have a quarterback before the season started, really. Yeah. They didn't know what they had. They were supposed to be rebuilding. You know, they've got some issues on defense. I mean, they did get a bunch of guys back from uh, that that – opted out last year they had to trade um gilmore their best cornerback uh leading up to the season i mean it just 
they seem like a mess. They're in the middle of this rebuild, and now they're eight and four. They've won six straight. Yeah, and, and a twenty-three-point the victory over the Titans. Yeah, which you know, um, if you've if 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 other fans around the NFL have you've faced the Titans or you're a fan of the Titans, you know that that's a nice quality team, and mm-hmm. has you've had difficulty getting past them, and um, yeah, they just took it to them. Like I'm just, I'm kind of yep. enamored with this team. I don't. It's just one of those things There's where like, they're eight and four, and they've really got a chance to be the number one seed in in the AFC. So they do, and I, but I would, um, I do kind of expect them to come back down to earth. And the reason who do why, you expect to rise though? The Bills. I think I, I still think the Bills are the more the most talented team in the division. And I think so. They started out hot. They've had this slump. Um, and I, I think they'll get going again and, and, and pass them. Part of the reason why I they lost, I, they lost, they lost to the Jaguars, and they lost tw- a twenty-six point loss to the Colts. Yeah, that's a that's I, a kind of a slide. That's a that's it, a pretty it is, but pretty tough deal. So, the Patriots have already played seven home games. Yeah, but the Bills have to play the Patri- Patriots twice in four weeks. That's going to be the tell. That, I mean, that you said that um, they're going to rise up. That's what they would have to do. They would have yeah. to beat the Patriots but twice. The, the Patriots have already played seven home games. And the Bills have to play the Bucks as well. So in the they next have, six. The Patriots have two games at home and four games on the road. Yes. But they're five and oh, aren't they? Aren't the Patriots like five yes, and oh or look something at, like that who, on the road? But yeah, but who have they played on the road? And now, a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It doesn't matter in the NFL. Those road games are brutal. Yeah. I'm just I, saying that the, the road tested Mac Jones, what? Like, no, how is that even no. possible? And he's I, a rookie and I, quarterback. He, but he's not. It, go look at his. He's, he's played great <laughs> in the last like two or three weeks, but he wasn't great before that. I think you're, uh, I, you're, I you're it, overselling was, all of this. Yeah, but a, he's a rookie. I mean, a guy's going to kind of have to work into stuff. I agreed. just think, I think, I and, he, and he's, he's been great. And I let's, um, Let's not, you know, discount what he's okay, done. Okay, but I'm not going to really not him. discount what what Bill Belichick has done 
Um, Go look at the point differential too between the Patriots and the Bills. It's shockingly almost the same. It's yeah. Um, it's okay, so identical. let's let's talk. Let's finish out the AFC. Talk about the Titans and Colts. Mm-hmm. This is one of the more interesting divisions. Uh, I I think you know everyone was going to hand the division to the Titans. Um, the Titans, you know, had some early struggles. The Colts struggled a lot early, and then the Colts started winning, and then they fell off again. So now the Colts sit at six and six. Titans have kind of come up to eight and four, but seemingly with a less than stellar defense and an offense that is waning just a little bit. The Colts have scored um, 26 more points than the Titans on the season and have given up seven less. They've had a better, they've played better on defense and it just have, shows you how fickle better, the NFL is and better on offense, but they're six and six, whereas the Titans are eight and four. One of the things I think with the Titans is that's they, consistency right there. Yeah. Um, the Titans have, they have so many injuries. This is one of the most injured teams. I think they might be the most injured team um, in terms of uh, players on injured reserve and, and games lost and that kind of stuff because they, they're missing they're missing so much of their team. And, and they're missing the heart and soul of their offense um, mm-hmm. in Derrick Henry. I think they what we've seen recently, you know, they've lost two straight. Um, I think the injury situation is starting to catch up on with them and the, the drop off in talent from their starters to all of these backups that are now playing yeah. is starting well, they do have to a, they did have a bye week. They have a bye week and their next opponents, the, the Jaguars. So they do have a chance to get right. The Jaguars are a team that you can get right against. You know, and as for the the, the Colts, um, I just think that they're flawed. I mean, Carson Wentz. Uh, against the Buccaneers through 27 consecutive passes, and they went mm-hmm. away from Jonathan Taylor because the Buccaneers were just intent on not letting Jonathan Taylor have one of those amazing weeks again against them. And mm-hmm. they Carson once showed that he you know can't carry a team. The Colts are six and six. I just don't see the Colts as being the team out of the AFC top two teams we've just talked about um, to be the one that rises up. Yeah, uh, the Titans have to hold off the Colts, um, but that has more to do with the Titans continuing to slide than the Colts coming up and and going on this run and and finishing, um, you know, eleven and six or mm-hmm. um, you know ten and seven. I I just I don't know if that's going to happen. I think that if the the Colts end up at at nine and eight, I think everyone would be not surprised. It'd be like okay if they end up. Nine and eight, ten and seven—that's about right for them. Um, the Titans just need to get a couple more wins to hold off the Colts and and win the division, um, and they'll make the playoffs. I don't think unless they get healthy or something clicks and, and they start to turn things around, they're not doing anything in the playoffs because they just—I mean, early in the year I would have thought they were they were a threat, but the last couple games I've watched the last couple games that watched them play and. Honestly, they just haven't looked good, and you can just tell. Like they, they're starting to a, a talent deficit is starting to form because of all the injuries they've had. All right, so let's talk about the best team in the NFC at this point, and um, coming out of the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals at nine and two. They had a mm-hmm. bye week last week. Um, Kyler Murray hasn't played since week eight. 
Mm-hmm. And they're still sitting at nine and two. They're in the driver's seat right now uh, yep. over the Green Bay Packers, uh, sitting at nine and three. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are coming back into the lineup this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I think, the team to beat. Um, you know, I think that they've they're playing at the Bears this this coming week. Um, I don't think the Bears are going to intimidate the Arizona Cardinals. The only factor might be the weather. A, Do the Bears bit. intimidate anyone? Yeah. Well, and Andy Dalton's uh, going to be the quarterback this week, which actually is probably gives the Bears slightly a, a better chance right now, yeah. the way that Andy, they're sitting. Andy Dalton's not the future. Um, Justin Fields is, but Andy Dalton gives them a better chance to win right now because – well, he's not a rookie, so he doesn't make doesn't do the rookie things. Um, Andy Dalton's not great, but he also doesn't do the rookie things. So, um, honestly, they're better off with Fields playing, but you know he's still banged up. Yeah. Well, three of the next five games are on the road, and two of those are against teams that currently have winning records, the the Rams and the Cowboys. So, I think the Cardinals are sitting pretty well. I do mm-hmm. see them kind of finishing off as the number one seed in the NFC, at least the way things stand right now. How about the um, the Rams seven so the, and four. The Rams um, were seven and one, and flying high. And honestly, yes, there that one loss was to to the Cardinals, but they had just come off you know a really intense yeah, three games in a row, meaningful game um, against the Bucks, where they they went and they they beat Tampa, and then you know they had the Cardinals right up after that, and they kind of laid an egg, and and so you're okay, fine, maybe it's that's just that. And but they were they were winning, they were dominating, they were looking great, and they were sitting at seven and one. And now they're seven and four. They've lost three straight. They haven't looked particularly Matthew good. Stafford's in- thrown three straight pick six um mm-hmm. interceptions in three straight games. That's that's kind of crazy too. So I mean, basically what you had with them coming in is what what, what were they gonna run? What was their offense gonna look like? Because you knew it wasn't gonna be the the offense that they had under Jared Goff because they've actually got a competent quarterback now. Um, but I don't think anyone knew exactly what the that that ver the, the Matthew Stafford version of the Rams offense um and the Sean McVay offense was was going to look like. I think teams have adapted. They figured out, okay, so we need to take certain things away. Plus, there's the Robert Woods injury, um, and they're they're trying to figure out how do you use OBJ in that role because they're different players, and and you know there's certainly a chemistry uh, mm-hmm. there with with Robert Woods, and so I think there's some there's some issues and, and there's some stuff they're trying to figure out, but for them to lose three straight, like they're falling back to the pack. Uh, they're only a game up over San Francisco. Um, yes, but that's and, the, but that's for the fifth seed. Yep. And so, and then there's a drop off. Yeah. So, so it seems like the Rams are safe. Yeah, they are safe currently. I, I, I think at they least are. as a, as a playoff team. Yeah. But they don't want to go in to the playoffs in, in this sort of shape. I mean, they need no. they do need to write write themselves yeah, but they, it's going to be challenging after the jaguars game coming up they do have the fourth most difficult schedule remaining in the league mm-hmm. so it's not it's not going to be a handed to them they're going to have to go earn it so let's talk about the nfc east the cowboys sitting at seven and four followed by washington surprise washington at five and six yeah washington's won three straight they were two and six they've also beat some pretty bad teams i mean they just beat seattle um but seattle can't beat anybody well, they right held now, the ball so. for 41 minutes in that game 
yeah, Seattle's defense can't get off the field for anything. Um, I mean, they're that's just they're not Seattle's really not playing good football in any way right now. And and so Washington, you know, they they've played some bad teams. They've been able to get some wins. They've got some confidence. Um, Taylor Heineke starting to look good and turn that corner. The fact that they've got come up and they've passed uh, the Eagles to become the number two. Um, team in that division i think is is promising for them if they can keep this going there's a very good chance that they come up and take that that yeah. seventh spot in the um so after the raiders this week they mm-hmm. play five games in the nfc east to finish the year so two against the cowboys two against the eagles and one against the giants and so playing is, against playing you know against the eagles and giants gives you an opportunity to get it some does wins. give you an opportunity and yep. they need to go take it nobody's gonna hand it to them like i said earlier mm-hmm. they gotta go take that so well, and the Cowboys have lost two straight. They're seven and the four. The Cowboys were... have one of the best offenses, though, in the NFL. Yes, they do. And they've actually got a pretty good defense. And pretty defense good defense, is, really. Their defense is about to get healthy. They've been missing a couple of very key and, guys. And their ball-hawking defense, which yep. is a great sort of defense to have mm-hmm. come playoff time. It really does set yourself apart. Yep, so they've been having some problems. Um, you know, they've had uh, Amari Cooper has been on the COVID-19 list for the last two games. And they're 0-2 in those games. And why? Well, the offense has sputtered some um, without, you know, the receiver. And that's because they the way that they make you defend the entire field, not just the, the you know, the length, but also the width of the field and the fact that they can run it power, they can run it inside, they can, the Zeke can catch the ball out of the outfield or out of the backfield. Um, they make you defend the entire thing. And without Amari Cooper out there, there's been a lot less of that. Defense has been able to to really bottle up their offense the last couple of weeks. And so it does kind of show you that, okay, maybe they don't have the personnel to, to be super deep. They need people to be healthy, but Cooper's going to be back this week. So Yeah, um, and they face the Saints, which, you know, the Saints are struggling on offense, but they certainly have a good defense still. So, yes, they do. Uh, Dak Prescott, I think. And, and Zeke Elliott really need to have great games in this in this mm-hmm. contest in, in order for Dallas to prevail. Well, let's talk about the Saints because the Saints aren't one of our top two teams. Um, they're technically third in the AFC NFC South, which is the one team we haven't talked about. Um, the Bucks are, are eight and three. They're not they're not going anywhere there. Do you want to just uh, talk about the playoff picture in general? Well, kind of because because uh, after that is the Falcons who are at five and six. Sorry, but they're kind of a bad team. Um, even, and, and they, I mean, they have, they have yet to score 200 points. Um, the only other teams that have that distinction are like the bears and lions. Um, and let me throw that up there. Okay. So there's what we're talking about. Yeah. And the saints at five and six, they've lost four straight since losing, you know, Jameis Winston. Uh, and you're starting to see like, they're starting, they're going to start a new quarterback, Mm -hmm. um, this year or this week because Trevor Simeon's not getting it done. This was a team that looked like they were, you could you know, not just pencil them in, but pen them in as the um, as the sixth seed behind the Rams as the second wildcard team until uh, Winston's injury. And they just they just can't do anything offensively yep. since then. But they're, and, you know, the four of their final six opponents have losing records. Mm-hmm. So they do have a chance, but they're they out the outside looking in right now. Mm hmm absolutely so and the, let's let's go through this wild card race yeah On the afc side we've we've got um if the playoffs were to happen right now these would be the matchups and that's what this graphic mm-hmm. shows so you've got the chargers against the, the patriots the bills against tennessee 
and the five seed Bengals against the four seed Kansas City Chiefs. That, that, those are all really interesting teams to me. Those and are it's really nice to have games. new teams in the playoffs this year where mm -hmm. teams just have been the outside looking in for a long time, i.e. the Chargers, and they're getting an opportunity now to kind of come in and, and um, see what yeah, they've got. But honestly, they need to hope that the, the that matchup changes. <laughs> um, because... <laughs> What, are we Bill, scared of the Patriots now? Bill, no. What I'm, they weren't even going to be in the conversation like uh, three, four weeks ago. True, but it's you still have Bill Belichick. He's still. I know that that people are are trying to write him off because Brady left and and they had to rebuild, but he's still the best coach in the NFL. And you put that that seed together. It's not that the charge or the Patriots are a significantly better team than the Chargers, but the the Patriots are great. They're just so well coached. They will make, uh, they will take away what Justin Herbert wants to do and make him beat you in other ways. And they will take advantage of the fact that the Chargers cannot run the football to save their life or cannot stop the run to save their life. And they will just run it up the middle over and over and over again. The Patriots will and, and make that game just miserable for their Chargers. Um, against another team, I think the Chargers would have a shot. But are there any other matchups in this graphic that you think are interesting? Um, I think LA and the Cowboys could be uh, a super in interesting matchup. Yeah, um, with Matthew Stafford going up against. Assuming that LA figures out and they make they adapt and they 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 get back on track, um, I think that could be a really interesting matchup. Green Bay and Washington sounds like a snooze fest as Green Bay runs up the score, and kind of same Forty Niners and, and Bucks is the same way. Like I I. Yeah, the Bucks would just completely take it to the 49ers in yeah, that matchup, I think. The, yeah, I mean the, the 49ers just don't have the quarterback play to compete in that. So, um really the 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 NFC is not as interesting other than that one game, but I think all three of the AFC ones are interesting. I do. I, just, too. I do I just, too. I just I I the Chargers have been on the outside in and just just missing the playoffs so many times. Like for them to get in and then be one and done because they're going to get out coached. So my dad, my dad served in the Navy and was stationed in San Diego. And mm -hmm. while he was there, became a San Diego Chargers fan. Um, and uh, so growing up, I kind of had a soft spot for the Air, Air Coriel teams and mm -hmm. uh, the old Oregon quarterback and the you know just the great tight end play there and you know and. Um, Junior Seau and I mean just great teams in the past and so it's kind of nice to see them revitalized again even though they've moved now to Los Angeles mm -hmm. um, you always kind of want to think of them as San Diego <laughs> you know it's just one of those things have I, mean, I it's going to take a while have I said I, I'm 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 fairly confident I have said San Diego somewhere <laughs> in, in this episode and if you did I probably missed it because I was reminiscing as you were talking about because my dad I, in, in the navy like i mean <laughs> l.a being you know the ram l.a rams like they were yes. the l.a rams for a while you and know you can kind um, of get used to that yeah yeah and and so that is that's like easy i'm they're the l.a rams um the chargers in my head will always be partly in san diego yeah. and oh, I, I will know. always struggle with that one <laughs> um, I, and it's not that i'm not trying but i will struggle with it it's just the nature of the thing all right um, so i'm gonna i'm gonna take this thing down and um 
No, but then they have to look at me again. Oh, I know. But we're going to get out of here. That's the good news <laughs> for everyone. So I think, you know, we, we kind of skipped over the Bucks, Falcons a little bit. Um, Packers, Vikings. I think the Packers are going to run away from that, uh, obviously. Yeah. And same with the Bucks. So just jumping into the playoffs scenario is a little bit more interesting and mm-hmm. fun. So let's go forward. I just want to mention, too, on the other show, the, the draft side of this podcast uh, that usually comes out on Fridays, um we're talking about top 10 tight ends top 10 wide receivers this year in the uh draft eligible players for the 2022 draft we're ramping up getting kind of going on our lists and marching towards um the off season um as we head towards senior bowl and combine top type stuff this year i think the combine is actually the first week in march i'm gonna have to adjust that a little bit because it's always been the third week of um of february so a little later this year, but uh, next uh, next show we get to talk about players like Drake Landon, uh, London, and Garrett Wilson um, on the wide receiver side, and um, Jalen Weidermeyer at tight end, um, who seems to be kind of running away with the tight end position this year. Um, so that'll mm-hmm. be a fun fun to talk about, fun show. Everyone come back for that. Um, if you're paying attention to your mock drafts and your big boards already, it'll be a good show packed with information on players that you're that you're wanting to look at for the remainder of the uh, college football season. So until next time, you can follow Keith at Myers NFL. I'm at Alvstead NFL. The show is at uh, PF playbook, PF underscore playbook on Twitter. Uh, Profootballplaybook.co is our website. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. And please subscribe to the show. We need lots of subscribers. So we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.